Hi, guys. Welcome back. Our little mini behind our door. Hi. How's it going, everyone? Danny, Nancy, so good, good to, to see you. you. Good to see you, too. Good to see everybody. It's been a minute. Yeah. yeah. Makes it a little more fun. We We're haven't trans- seen each other. Catch up. I know. We're in transition because I left. I feel like I left the nest. Right. <laughs> moving like away. Moving like- away. Thank God for yes. Zoom. Yes. Where in the world is Julie San Diego? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's what I feel like lately. I'm always on the move. You never know what state I'm going to be in. Well, it's good we or see we- each other through the cameras. Yeah, it sure is. So what's been what's been happening? What's on your mind? What are you guys thinking about? Well, I just got back late last night from New Orleans from <clears throat> the Ooh, Jazz God. and Heritage Festival. Yeah, it's so it's just like this amazing uh couple of days on a weekend, two weekends in a row of music that is, you know, everything mind-blowing. It's like fantastic such an experience always. But the interesting thing this year, after going many years, my husband, musician too, has gone many, many more than me, but I have gone to several. And this year for the first time, they had a sober tent. Um, I happened to have seen that on the local news there that they were saying this was a good new uh, development that's happening with some of these big festivals and also the NFL, I know, is trying to put in place sober sections in some stadiums, something like Wisconsin, big drinking state, Lambeau Field has a sober section. They so do? I think it's, yeah, I think I it's a no really idea. very interesting new trend. So you have, I mean, I don't mean to sound stupid, but you have to be sober to sit in it or you just I, are not drinking and want to be around other people who are not you know, that's that's interesting because I have no idea. I didn't the place is huge. I mean, yeah. the music festival. I have, so I didn't I didn't see it. I what have were you saying? Personal experience with this. Um Oh, you do? Maybe four years ago. A soldier field has a sober section, actually. Oh, they do? Uh-huh. In the one hundred level. And uh my friend and I had purchased tickets to go to a Bears game, and I was like, Bro, I don't know how I got these cheap tickets here on the one hundred <laughs> level. So we had uh, tailgated all day, and uh, oh no, not, not a sober tailgate. Not a sober tailgate. <laughs> we were deep, oh, deep oops. And um, we went. We went and grabbed our beers, and we go to sit down at our seats, and they're like, "Oh, this is the non-drinking section. This is the dry section." And we were like, "Well, that explains why the seats were so cheap." Oh, interesting though that they charge a decent. You know that those seats are a reasonable price instead of like you could think it could be more, it could be less. Um, that's really interesting too. Yeah. They were cheaper seats. Um, but I'm sure, so, you know, you can understand you wouldn't be able to bring a beer in there, but as far as your question, Julie, of how do you get in, you know, they don't breathalyze you to go in the tent, but I think they sell, you know, they sell beer and, uh, drinks all over the place in these different areas of the music festival. And, um, I think there they have non-alcoholic drinks non-alcoholic beer and so i feel like it's a place for people to congregate that would that would want to be with other people that are not drinking yes and drinking alcohol that is and so it's really what they sell and in fact um i've learned recently that in chicago i'm sure there are other um cities too are starting to establish these bars that are uh 
sort of for people that are sober curious and they have a lot of mocktails and it's like, oh, I like new, that. it's the two, it's kind of the new wellness um, campaign and wellness interest of millennials. And of course, mm-hmm. older people too, any age, but still it's, uh, it's popular just because people are giving up alcohol that may not even say they have such alcohol problems. They just don't want to be without a drink and they feel like, it's nice to go to a place that has uh, that kind of social atmosphere, but no alcohol. So it's a it's prevalent in so many different on different levels, but in so many different areas. It's well, really cool. I, go- I'm I feel again uniquely qualified to talk about this particular <laughs> thing uh, because, as I just told the story about tailgating, that was what four years ago. In mm-hmm. that sense, I've converted to Islam. I'm Muslim, so hence the no more drinking, and I we'll say that in the Muslim space, there's, um, you know, there are all these restaurants, halal restaurants, and the mocktail scene is a booming and it, they are delicious. So many of them are even better than regular cocktails. And, I bet. You know, it's cool when you can go out to eat and um, you get certain cocktails go great with a, a steak or whatever, what a, a chicken sandwich, whatever you're going to have. And you have a craving for something that's going to go with it. They have suggestions for you with pairings and um, feels like a regular old dining experience. You just aren't catching a buzz. Yeah, it's it's interesting. There's also something that I'm trying to figure, like I'm just looking over, you know, kind of this whole subject matter. There's, and I, I don't know if I have this right or not exactly, but there's a drink, for example, called poppy p-o-p-p-i i think that is a natural sort of non-alcoholic but you can get some sort of euphoric level of something so it's a huge new trend i mean there's a lot a lot to this in the sense of natural plants natural beverages and um having no alcohol which i feel you, yeah, you know, it's ahead. interesting that you bring this up because I feel like our culture, society, all our events are based around alcohol, right? Aren't there alcohol commercials through everything of some sort? It's always about a party or an event or in a gathering. And I guess I never thought about people who are sober for whatever reason. And and how do you function in that world? And the mocktail kind of gives them their power back, so to speak, right? Or am I crazy? No, it's true because you feel like you want to be holding, you know, when instead of no drink or, or, or a water. glass of water, a glass of water, someone's saying, "Aren't you drinking?" I mean, it's uh, I'm, I imagine how that would be to constantly be questioned. It's nice to just have a drink in your hand and also something that tastes good and isn't just mm-hmm. some sort of substitute, but something that really is good and satisfying. Um, it sounds so inventive, all of these things that. Um, it's really a positive, not like you're missing out. It's right. Really, really nice as a, a musician too, where when I'm out always playing in bars and clubs and things like that, to not be relegated to just drinking ginger ale, you know, you get to have a, a proper drink. It It's nice. And so often, like you were saying, Nancy, like when you're in a social situation, it is just that security blanket of having something. Right with your hand, you know, uh, of just holding the, holding the drink that puts you at ease, you know, you feel more comfortable. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, well, people won't be questioning you then. Like, why aren't you drinking? You know, yeah. is is there a reason? Why do you have to ask people why they're not drinking? Maybe they, they don't feel good. Maybe they're, they're sober. Maybe they just don't want to drink. Maybe, I mean, does it matter? I don't know why we, why that question is so common in our culture when someone's yeah. out at a party and, or an event and not drinking, like, yeah, it's a weird stigma against it, isn't it? There is. Well, there's also, it's interesting you should say that because there's also such a, um, there's such a line of do what's good for you kind of thing, unless you have serious, a serious issue with alcohol, that's in a different category, yes. but something like this wellness, um, idea, there's also a term called harm reduction, which is when I think somebody is going on the, instead of, uh, two drinks a night for their own well-being, they'll say, you know what, I'm only going to drink on weekends or I'm only going to do this. And mm-hmm. and so it's harm reduction in their own level of what they, they're reducing and, and trying to change their habits. And um, AA, I think, really does not buy into that because they are a, you know, all or nothing kind of thing that right. it's, and so, but, but something like, um, in Chicago, there's a place, um, a recovery center called Above and Beyond that is, uh, if look it up, anybody listening, because it's really a tremendous place. And if you're out of state, it's a good example of a thing to do. I think it is a nonprofit that is free of charge for people to go in that have issues with addiction and mental illness. And I think you have to have the addiction component. It's not just for mental illness, but they own the philosophy in trying to have people go through recovery of, you know, if you can't do it all, do it, do the best you can do the harm reduction. They honor that. They also have people that are totally sober, et cetera, but um, they're open to, okay, let's see the pace you can go with this and your sort of your personal best in getting well. And I think that is uh, an option for some, maybe not for others, somebody who's really wrestling with this, Um, it is an all or nothing for certain people, you know, that just, they can't tolerate one drink leads to many and that's, they're back in, in a situation, but for many, the other that you can just, the harm reduction is a good thing. It's like, you're taking your steps to wellness in your own way. And, um, I feel like that's part of this whole new world too, of people that are just getting, you know, trying to change things around a little bit and change it up as far as their quality of life. Well, I think that there's one major player in this that we cannot forget, and that is cannabis. Cannabis and legalization of marijuana. People are smoking more weed and they don't, you can really, there's only room for devices in your life, you know, and if you have to choose if you're going to go out and get drunk or if you're going to get high and listen to some music, more people are choosing to smoke weed. Yeah. Um, there's no, you know, you, you might wake up feeling a little groggy or a little tired, but it's not the same as waking up, you know, puking and dehydrating. With a hangover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously we've talked about, um, marijuana a lot on the show and my feelings are a little different. I think than a lot of people, not that I'm not for it, but I also know the bad effects that can have. So, which we also had a show on, I mean, that the really bad effects of, of, you know, way back, Laura Stack was our guest, and uh, there are serious, you know, right at times, really serious effects of of marijuana today. 
Right. So when when you use the term sober, I think like you're sober. You're not drinking. Right. Me too. Not, that's the first thing not, I would think. Yeah. You're not doing any drugs, and and that's why you want to go in that section or or tent or whatever it is. But I think that's really neat that they are coming out with that, and it gives people more options to not be around a bunch of um, people who are intoxicated. Yeah, and and temptation. There's a place well, that for them too, to go. Yeah. It takes you know if they're in a place listening to music, having a drink in their hand, and they're not tempted to. Uh, taps of beer sitting right in front of their face that'll, you know, put them in a, put them in a bad situation. Right. I think it's also the kind of decline of alcohol goes hand in hand as well with um, the rise of the internet because so many people have their photo taken all of the time and they're getting their photo posted all of the time. And if you're drinking alcohol, you, it's a lot of calories. You know what I mean? So there's so many people that are really aesthetic driven in their choice to mm. alcohol. And so like, um, there's a lot of people that I, that I knew when we were growing up, you know, they would be happy to party all day long. And then now that we're, I've hit 30 now, you know, we're getting a little <laughs> bit older. People aren't just like, uh, throwing them back like they used to, you know, especially if they're really fitness minded. Uh, yes. You know, you can only choose if you're counting all your macros and your meal prepping and you're hitting the gym five days a week. People don't want to blow it on a weekend out, you know. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Part. You said that because when you said the word mocktail, that was the first thing I thought of was, boy, that has to be filled with a lot of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, don't I think know so, that's too. The healthiest option either. But I well, I am sure there are places that are with a lot of sugar and there are the health places that, you know, have their alternatives. Well, that's true. I'd like to see what they, I, I have never seen one yet. And surprisingly, I've worked a ton of Bears games, but I was always on the outside, not the inside. So um, I had no idea that they even had that. It's something I definitely am going to investigate the next event I go to. Yeah, it's, we got a, it's a great idea. The whole thing is just such a good idea. Whoever thought of it. Yeah, I, I agree. Don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We welcome your input. To contact us or any of our guests, please email us at behindourdoor@mail.com. That's behindourdoor@mail.com. And please don't forget to like and share our podcast. Um, leave us a rating. Tell us how we're doing. We really want your feedback. It's important to us. We are so thankful that you are here and listening to us. If you or someone you know is in crisis struggling with mental illness, you can call the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255 or the NAMI Helpline at 1-800-950-6264. Until next time, please join us for another conversation behind our door. Thanks for listening.